I don't ever want to limit myself to a box. I'm a music lover at the end of the day. I'm an artist. I'm a writer. I'm a producer. If I can be involved in anything, like any way, I'm there and I'm going to do it. The One More Time Music Podcast. Genuine conversations with genuine people about music. Hosted by Henry with a three and Playback Ben. Went from Bimo Coops to Pins House. Don't want this to end, so party one more time. Party one more time. Party she like one more time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the One More Time Podcast. <laughs> Currently, the Braves are in game six. Six. Game six. Game six. That's right. So we're dating this podcast. I'm not sure when it's going to come out, but hopefully they'll be World Series champions by the time this episode airs. They will. Please. Prayers up. Go Bravos. Don't, don't pull in Atlanta sports. Yeah. I'm your host, Playback Ben, here with my co-host. Henry with a three, baby. Let's go. He's pumped for the game. <laughs> Hi. Henry, who do we have in the hot seat today on the episode? Welcoming in on the 27th 27. episode of the One More Time uh, podcast, legendary singer-songwriter, it's John Mayer. John. Yeah, the second. John, John Jr. You know what they call me? John Jr.? Trap John Mayer. The Trap John Mayer? <laughs> yeah. They call me the Trap Jack Black. There you go. This is incredible. Let's do a tape. <laughs> I'm amongst trap gods. Trap gods. In all seriousness, folks, we have singer-songwriter... Andrew Weaver Andrew. in the hey. building on the hey. One More Time podcast. Hey, what's up, y'all? He's a down. familiar face. Last week, we had an episode from someone who we honestly had never met. This is someone who we have met mm. several times. He's a pal. He's a pal. He's a Pals. buddy. He's a friend. He's yeah. a collaborator of uh, Henry's and super talented artist. So we're looking forward to the, the conversation today, man. Thanks for coming out. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Sure. Thank you. Yep. So your mom admitted that dad was really... The music, yeah, influence, yeah. What, what kind of music was he putting you on, like early on, dude? Like, John Mayer. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. Um, my dad is the biggest Beatles fan. You'll Interesting, ever meet, dude. Like it's just been the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, Bob Dylan, uh, Billy Joel, Chicago. Mm, just yeah, all of that influence, man, was just like got Saturday as, by yeah. Chicago. Dude, dialogue part one and part two. Have you heard that? I haven't, but Dude. just my friend was obsessed with Chicago, and he just would always play Saturday, and mm. we Saturday. And we and we lived near Piedmont Park, and we would always go to the park, yeah. and so he would always play it Saturday in the yeah. park, and like we thought that was so literal and amazing. little little head on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I learned about the Beatles recently? Uh, if you listen to their a lot of their music in stereo, they have some of the worst stereo mixes. They'll put like the bass will be like all the way to the left and mm -hmm. the drums will be to yeah. the right and shit for like no reason. Yeah. No, I know exactly what you you're know talking what I about. Mean? I'll be in the car, I'll be driving and it'll just be like, you're like John Lennon over like, here. What's like, going on? Yeah. Yeah. Strange. Speaking of fun facts about the Beatles, I mean, he's not lying when he says his dad was like, or is the biggest Beatles yeah. fan. No, that guy, I mean, that guy knows his stuff. He, he would submit like, historical information about the Beatles to like publications yeah, or something. Man. Like he's gotten credited Bro. for like Beatles knowledge oh, and yeah. stuff. Like he's, he's not fucking around when he's like, <laughs> his dad loves the Beatles. Yeah. Wow. Like, yeah that's, no, that like, leveled it up a little bit. Yeah. It's oh. like, and like arguably the best band of all time. Sure. And it's just like, I wouldn't want to be raised on anything else. Yeah. yeah. And you know? he spent his honeymoon on the steps of Abbey Road Studios. Yeah. <laughs> like, this guy's yeah, a man. fucking Beatles wow. fan. Like, yeah, this he, isn't he some wow. casual thing. But, but no, that's, that's funny, man. So, you know, we'll rewind in a minute, but, like, you end up singing a Beatles song at 
an American Idol yeah. event. Which which song did you sing? I sang what did I sing? Give me a second. They have so many songs. Dude, well I what aired was Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran. Okay. But I sang in my life. Mm. I was gonna say I knew what you sang, but yeah. like, I was hoping you nah, would remember. My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> tripping, tripping. No, yeah, in in my life by the Beatles. But you know, let's rewind. Obviously, we'll get to kind of how you arrived at the American Idol stage in your you know journey, mm. right? But I mean, you weren't always someone who was wanting to get up and sing no. in front of people and perform. That was not Dude, you. That right? wasn't me, man. Like, wow, I didn't know that. Really? And I actually yeah, referenced yeah. this on an episode. You didn't catch it, but I said someone that we know who's going to be on the show was like this closet songwriter and like closet singer. <laughs> Foreshadowing. You're probably like, who? Yeah. <laughs> Henry had no idea what the fuck I was going to let, let it play out. But Let's I see. knew that we would, you know, eventually tell this story. I mean, your mom found like notebooks full of songs though. Yeah, dude. It's like, it's kind of odd thinking about it. I've never really talked about it, but um, it was like- That's why we're here in the One More Time grade, podcast. Yeah. In seventh grade. I literally, I mean, I play, I've been playing guitar, obviously. Like, I've had a guitar in my hand since I was, like, born. But, mm-hmm. like... Yeah, because there was, like, guitars and keyboards lying around the dude, house and stuff, right? Like, 15. Really? <laughs> like, guitars, like, everywhere. Like, oh, my dad yeah. had a whole guitar room. That's like, on cool. On the third wow. floor. That's cool. Yeah. And um, he'd always buy me guitars for Christmas when I was little and stuff. I had, like, this Brian May Red Special. Are you familiar with Queen? Oh, yeah. Like, Brian May, his red guitar. I had one, like, a baby I don't know. I'm not familiar with his that particular yeah. guitar, but... But um, it was literally just me in my room, just like, and it, you know, it was a way to just, it was really my hobby. Like people play, I mean, I played soccer, but people play sports, kind of an outlet, but I found that music was my outlet. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just the thing I did every day when I got home from school. Like I go down for dinner, but then it'd just be back to just playing <laughs> guitar and yeah. Gotta finish that in my verse. room. Like I literally verse. would just sing to the wall, yeah. <laughs> you know, no audience. Like I, it's it's kind of hard to believe that like, it's turned into like being an artist. Like that's yeah. like my job. Like, yeah, it's crazy. What but. do you think held, held you back at that point? I'm always curious, like clearly something was not wanting or like, you know, you didn't want to share that with a broader yeah. audience at the time. Like what, what was kind of the I switch think, was flipped. I think it point. was because yeah. I, I wasn't known to be that kid and you know, like, so I come from Bremen, Georgia, and, you know, everybody knows. Shout out, Bremen. <laughs> For those that don't know where the fuck that is, <laughs> which is most people. Yeah. I had to look it up on a map, too. <laughs> where is that? Very small. Um, west of Atlanta. Like okay. an hour. Okay. But um, everybody knows everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was, like, 140 kids in my graduating class. Like, okay. mm-hmm. know everybody in the whole school system and all the parents. Just, you know, everybody knows everybody. And, you know, I wasn't necessarily known to be that kid like ever singing anywhere so i mean especially like so it was kind of like you weren't that kid so you no, just kind of hid that yeah, it was like it well, wasn't like my identity like yeah. i was i was playing soccer i was i was like running cross country i was i mean i played guitar but i wasn't an artist i wasn't a singer yeah so making that transition was, was interesting yeah yeah and when it did happen i'm glad it did and Happy it all worked out. Shout out to <laughs> not sticking to societal norms. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. How how long had you been writing? You know, you mentioned kind of seventh grade. Was that mm-hmm. when you actually like started writing songs? Yeah. And, like lyrics? Because, um, you know, messing around on the guitar, clearly that was since you could even hold it, it sounds yeah. like. You know, your dad was helping you learn that and you were pre- practicing on your own, assumedly. Yeah, yeah. But like, when did you start putting 
lyrics to it and maybe crafting songs? Like, at what, yeah. at what stage was that? So, I was around 14. I actually have like a funny story um, for this. We're here that's for it. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. we're here for. Um, Let's get it. So, I had sang at this competition. It was the first time anybody in my family had heard me sing. Wow. And I sang Make You Feel My Love by Bob Dylan. And then, like, one. two weeks after, my mom was like, whoa, like, you know. You're kind of good at this. I, I'm all right. <laughs> but, like, uh, I was like, I had showed her a little bit. I hadn't written a full song yet. And um, I was like, mom, I want to sign up for this singer-songwriter competition. And I hadn't written a song. Yeah. And it was, like, next week. So she was like, cool, cool. Do you have songs? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we're going to be fine. And um, You had no songs. It got to the day before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, and mom. I had no songs. So I remember the day before. She's like, you better have a fucking song, kid. <laughs> Our family name is on this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The Weaver name is on the line. I, I wrote two songs the night before, and then we oh, drove God. Sounds to, like someone cramming for a test. Well. Yeah. I mean, like to studying. Eddie's Attic. Shout out Eddie's, Eddie's Attic. Attic. My dad um, used to, and mom used to oh, party there. Legendary yeah. venue. Yeah, they have an open mic. I think it was like every Monday. It was a school night. We drove over there, and uh, I sang two songs I wrote the night before, and I forgot the lyrics to the second no. one. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. I was just, you know, I was vibing. But how did it go? Like, did you feel, did you improvise a little bit? Maybe yeah. Like play it off? No, I remember the first song, uh, it was called Dominoes, and it was like the first song really I had written and I was like proud of and like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. And yeah. I don't even remember the name of the second one. Because <laughs> <laughs> you forgot the lyrics. So yeah, why the fuck would so, you know the name? No, the Clearly. Name. That one, was, we scrapped that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Were you singing to your, like, you know, like songs you were writing in, in your notebook? Or was that all basically just like poetry at that point? Like, wh- were it you putting it to music? I mean, you were putting it to music. It, it had structure. Just, like, yeah. you had a hook. I was to the point where um, I recognized those things and um, I could kind of structure it with my guitar. That's why I'm so thankful to play guitar and mm-hmm. have like, a solid instrument because it makes it that much easier. Yeah. So is the Eddie's Attic thing that that's not the, I guess, American Idol like uh, competition that your mom hosted at the, at the venue in, in your hometown. That was where I sang the make you feel my love by Bob Dylan. So that was after the Eddie's Attic thing. It was like two weeks before, Uh, two weeks before. So, (laughs) So you like, all of a sudden we're like, (laughs) dived into it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, Like, what made you finally want to do that? Were you just kind of like, fuck whatever I'm, you know, seen as? I think, you know what I mean? Because it seems like you were clearly like hesitant. Yeah. I think it was getting past that first, like, that first performance. Mm -hmm. It's always, there's there's a big difference between doing it and saying you're going to do it. And it was like actually doing it. Did your confidence just go way up after the first show? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. The hardest part is literally just, first step is the hardest part that's what i'm saying yeah yeah Very so you true. end up doing some like similar competitions like you kind of go into like competition mode yeah so it wasn't even <laughs> like you were yeah like that's not the normal i don't know like i haven't heard anyone else that's come on here and been like you know i did a bunch of these like judging con- you know, like people yeah, that were judges that. and stuff but yeah. you did you did like a handful of these yeah i did um i did that one in bremen and then yeah. i went down the road to Carrollton and i did mayfest yeah, like you did like you're just finding whatever judge just hopped on the circuit. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, then like, I did I did Paul and County's next idol, and then go. I did um, like WSB's. Yeah, you did the Atlanta yeah, idol, dude. Wow. It, it really I never thought about that. No, you That's really hilarious. did like a bunch <laughs> yeah. of so these funny. like a bunch of these like 
panel of judges. Yeah. Singing in front of them, get a score and like, see if you can win wow. as a beginner. Wow. Yeah. As someone who that. hadn't ever even like performed. <laughs> it's just constantly getting judged too. <laughs> yeah. For, like, yeah. Everything could be bad for the ego. Man. Seriously. <laughs> that, that was a risky strategy, my friend, dude. I didn't even I'm know. I'm glad you did it. Though. I was doing it. It yeah. was just what I did. Yeah. It was funny. just like, Oh, I'm going to go do this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you know, I was just having fun. Like, yeah. Yeah. But so the Atlanta idol one, you get like, you were in the top three, I guess, yeah. or something. So that's what got you the like pass to go, you know, front of the line or yeah. something at the yeah. American Idol audition. Yeah, mm. it was in a uh, Piedmont Park. Yeah, paint us the picture of that, dude. Because that sounded crazy, dude. It was crazy. Yeah, I get a front of the line ticket and uh, I show up at Piedmont Park, and it literally looks like a music festival is going on. The amount of like people in line to sing, and it's mm. just a bunch of these tents. And then there's people obviously under the tents who judge you. But um, there was hundreds of people like just scattered throughout the park. No, thousands. I think it was like it 10 was or 20,000 people. Yeah. Tens of thousands. Yeah. Dude, it, what, it was crazy. I don't know the exact number, but it was a lot. Definitely more than 100. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it I was, was like, a couple dude, thousand. 100 was probably at your Bremen, Georgia like, <laughs> yeah. idol. You no, know this I mean? was a lot this of This is people. fucking American Idol in Atlanta and the, tryouts. Yeah. And the line was super long. And uh, luckily I got to skip all of it. And go straight mm. to the yeah. front. Yeah, had that golden ticket. So I was actually in like the first group of the day. Mm. Like there had been people waiting since like 4 a.m. I get to the front of the line and uh, I'm in the first group and I go up to this tent. And if you don't know, like it's just like being judged again. And before you see the actual judges on American Idol, you go through rounds and rounds of auditions mm-hmm. to make sure like you're okay to go and see to the be actual judged. judge. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> this is going to be on TV. Like right. you, You've been judged 20 times before you Dude. actually get judged by the... No, uh, actually, yeah. um, you get judged like six or seven times. It's different callbacks. It's just like, I mean, it's reality TV right. at the end of the day. But this was the first round. And um, I remember it was me and like four other girls and they're all singing. And I get up and I have my guitar. I'm really confident. I sing In My Life by the Beatles. And... Um, She's like, there was a girl behind the table judging. And she was like, okay, cool. Um, she was like, everybody else except Andrew, step forward. And she was like, I was like, oh, cool, cool. And she was like, um, y'all were great. Go home. And I was like, dope. Like, I made it. Like, this is the first round. Yeah. Like, everything's going good. And then she, like, pulls me up to the table. And she's like, Andrew, you, your singing was great. I would put you through, but your guitar was out of tune. Come back next year. Oh, and like, shout out the tuner, man. Oh, man. How can you judge someone for that? That's not it. I mean, it, it was bad. To be honest, it was, it was way bad. out of tune. It was pretty bad. I did not have a tuner. I didn't have a guitar tuner. Oh my god, someone had to like. It, yeah, it was bad. Damn. But um, I remember going and telling my mom that, and I was like, ah. I was so. <laughs> Yo, were you heartbroken for? Real? I was heartbroken. Definitely. I mean, it was like my guitar, man. Like, and it's gu- like my instrument, and that's yeah. the thing that messed me up. His bro. guitar has never been out of tune since. Dude, I, I stay tuned, strapped with a tuner. Stay strapped strap with a tuner. With the tuner, man. <laughs> He's never forgot. He goes everywhere with his tuner. It was a painful lesson. Yeah, but yeah. Um, it was a good lesson to learn. And um, my mom was like, hey, we're going to do this again if you want to. If you're having fun, as long as you're having fun. That's more of the story. Like, I've always had fun. And, you know, I went back and uh, we drove the following weekend again to get judged again. See, this guy yeah, loves getting wow. judged. I know, man. Uh, we <laughs> all judgment welcome when it comes to An- Andrew Weaver, man. Uh, we drove to Asheville, North Carolina. I woke up. I didn't have a front of the line ticket anymore. Like, that was one and done. He's a normal, yeah. I'm a normal average Joe. Yeah. Peon. 
uh, <laughs> I wake up at 5 a.m., 6 a.m., and uh, we go stand in line on this mountain. It's super cold. As you do in Asheville. North yeah. Carolina. And um, same setup, thousands of people. Tents. Tents. People <laughs> under the tents judging you. Yeah. Um, and um, I go up with like four more girls again. We're all in a line. We each sing for like 50 seconds of a song. I sing In My Life by the Beatles again. And um, she's like, okay, everybody step up except Andrew. Again. And I was like, you're, like, you're fuck, kidding you're my again. guitar. Yeah. Even though I, like, I tuned it. I made sure to tune it this time. Been there, done that. So. <laughs> this bullshit again. <laughs> yeah. But um, everybody, every, she said, everybody step up except Andrew. And I was like, oh, not this again. And she said, everybody go home. And then she called me up and she was like, this was a different lady, by the way. This wasn't the same lady. Right. <laughs> Just to clarify, you know, give you some context. Good, good, good. Uh, <laughs> He's like, I know this sounds exactly the yeah, same. Yeah, but wait, 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 before, wait, wait, but wait. This is a different judge. Um, and she's like, I really liked your performance. And like, you want to go into the next round? I was like, heck yeah. So, Shit, uh, yeah. They oh. ask you if you want to go. You're like, nah, actually, I'm good. <laughs> I just liked being here, she, honestly. She said something like, are you ready? I was like, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it In was pure like, reality TV form, are you ready to join the next round? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> On some dramatic. Yeah, like, exactly. Um, and then from there, I just went through different callbacks. And then finally, I ended up in Savannah with the celebrity judges and I got a golden ticket there. I don't know. I'm kind of curious. Like you clearly were okay with being judged. It, it made me think, how do you deal with judgment? Right? Cause artists, I mean, shit, even producers, really any creative is going to be subject to, to judgment. Yeah. Especially with the fucking internet. You got your trolls, like Jesus. <laughs> mad trolls. Yeah. H- how do you deal with that? Do I you brush it off. Does it get to you? You know what I mean? When you get, I, I think- would say negative feedback. It it depends. Um, I think it's it's always been kind of not a big deal to me because I've always been like you said, I've never really thought about it. But it's since I've always been judged, it's kind of like this normal thing to me. Mm, but yeah. I mean, it's always different when it's your own music, and like yeah, you're that's like you. That cover of the Beatles. That's just a bad song. I mean, yeah, <laughs> no, they wrote no, it no, 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 no. <laughs> the Beatles are the goats, man. I know, but I'm kidding. I'm saying like when you when you release your first song, it's just like. This this is who I am. You're kind of introducing yourself to the world as an artist, and yeah. What was that first song you actually put out? Yes or no? That was that the was the first song. First song. Yeah. First Holy song. shit! I I wrote it when I was 15 and put it out when I was 16, I think. Damn. And so, yes or no was produced by Rourke Bailey and Blake Rourke Bailey and um, did Blake produce it? Yeah, too? Blake Blake helped too. Shout yeah, out they, Blake and Rourke. Shout out 808 Blake. Yeah, man. 808 Blake. We'd, We'd love, love to have, have you on, on the, the podcast, podcast, my friend. I love that you already know yes, it's sir. long overdue. But yeah, so the same lady that sent you the link, I think, for the American Idol ends up linking you with, yeah, Blake, with Blake, which is crazy. Oh, wow. I feel like that's wild. Isn't that crazy? Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. so she says this meeting because I guess Blake is looking for, you know, new up and coming artists to, you know, work with, mm-hmm. to, you know, help help it bring was, their music it was to really life. Like right? spur the moment, too. Um, yeah, how'd that happen? Blake had been working with her. Um, he's like A and R and produces for Nappy Roots as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, shout out Nappy legends, Roots, man, legends. Legend shout outs, uh, shout outs. Um, yes. So many shout outs here. <laughs> we love shouting. Love. Yeah, we love shouting out. Hey, man, we love shouting. Every, they're all family. Everybody, shout out. You're all family, man. That's right. Um, yeah. So you know, um, they're working together on some Nappy Roots stuff, and um, this lady is from my hometown. Um, we we link together. And we set up a meeting and we just clicked 
from day one. It was it was this thing. I remember I went home. Yeah, was that awkward? Was it like a first date? No. <laughs> no, was, I'm just like, I, you know, when I heard the story, it's like, that sounds like, I don't know, like you're a young, you were a young, yeah, really young kid at the time. I was, I was, I was 16. I, I think I was 15 actually. Yeah. It was, and you had literally no music experience except for the fact that you just did a bunch of competitions. Yeah. You know I mean, like, I mean, I had written songs, but I didn't yeah, but even you weren't have an a artist, demo. Really. I didn't have a demo. Yeah, you weren't an artist him. by like, you know, the typical definition, I would say, yeah. with like, you hadn't, you hadn't out. recorded any music. No, it was just voice memos. So yeah, I would send over. It was yeah. I was like, "Here's some voice memos." Had Blake heard anything? No, it was just blind. So it was just it was a blind. This lady meeting. thought you were talented. Yeah, she knows Blake is talented and wanted to work with other talented people. Like, it was just that. It was just like a matchmaking yeah. exercise. I mean, literally, the rest is history. Yeah, yeah. blind date. Yeah, because you're still with Blake now. Yep. After all that time. Yeah. 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 yeah so Blake has obviously helped kind of like shepherd you into the oh, industry. 100%, I man. mean, that that goes without saying. So Rourke was one of the first, I guess, people yeah. that he kind of like pieced, you know, pieced the puzzle yeah, together, right? Yeah, it was right? just, um, you know, finding the producers and finding the engineers. I didn't know I was doing that back then. I thought I was like, oh, I'm going to go to a session and, you know. But it's really just all about finding your people and, you know, finding your little camp mm-hmm. and, um just who clicks and who doesn't click. And I mean, we definitely click. We made some bangers, man. Hell yeah. What, what you and Rourke? Yeah, me and Rourke and Blake. Um, I mean, because Rourke's produced. He's on Donna, man. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, this guy is like a legend. Yeah. I was like, I don't even want to go through his credits because it's crazy. Be here all day. Yeah, exactly. But um, we worked on my first four singles, I believe. And that was just all three of us. But that was your first time literally being in a studio, right? Yeah. What they, was that like? They must have been helping you, out a did lot. Did you like, feel like dude, out of place? It was um it was Parhelion Studios, if you know where that is, in Atlanta. And I Sounds remember fancy. It, like the first time I went in, man, <laughs> there was just this big old bowl of candy. And I was like, man, this is nice. I'm in the right place. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I haven't, he yeah. judged it based on the candy. Dude, bowl. I was like, man, this I is gotta nice. Get, I got to keep candy at my studio. <laughs> he didn't look at the mixing board. He didn't look at the no, booth. No, that no. just shows how young I was. He dude. was like, bro. Yeah, really. He was like, like bro. Y'all got Snickers? <laughs> <laughs> no, literally. I mean, now it's totally different. I walk into a studio and I, like, I geek out over all the equipment. Mm-hmm. But back then, it was just like. And you're comfortable now doing it. You must have been. Were you super uncomfortable? Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it just took hours. Hours on hours. Um, it was before I could drive, and so my mom. Would, of course, my mom. My mom would dropped drive. off at the studio. Yeah, learn, get his drive. learner's permit. My Have mom, a great session, honey. No, she would stay. My mom was so cool. She would work from Your mom the studio. Cool. And, oh, nice. Uh, she would drive me into the city, and she would stay throughout all the sessions. And I love my mom. Was this like on a school day? Shout out, mom. Sometimes. That's and crazy. I go to school the next day. And, and, and you're like, sorry, teachers, I was fucking recording with Rourke Bailey. Like, <laughs> what are you going to do? I actually did. Um, <laughs> what are you going to do about it? Huh? Uh, I don't have my homework. I was making bangers with Rourke Bailey. Um, Donda, you heard of it? <laughs> so, yes or no, ends up, I mean, it gets picked up by Spotify editorials, yeah, right? Crazy. First single. First, First single, single ever. How many bro. artists can like, say can't that? figure out the myth that is getting on editorial it's playlists? Still, I don't know. And this nobody understands just steps it. Man. In. Um, it got on Discover Weekly. It got on Release Radar, and those those wow. really just drive. I mean, because it has like, a single, it has like man, half sure. a million streams at least. Yeah, it has, I mean, it's, almost right. Yeah, it's, on Spotify I think it's alone. like four hundred yeah. something thousand. I mean, yeah. it's getting close. 
and that's like all organic, man. Crazy. Like I don't understand. I still don't understand to this day, like what happened with that song. One of our missions on the One More Time podcast has been trying to figure out how to get on editorial. Playlists. And I don't get it. Like I, I and Amelia had some great advice. It was yeah. don't pitch. The, the first <laughs> really? time she didn't pitch, she the got first on. time she uploaded like a week before release date, and clearly you have no time to actually pitch. Like it doesn't. Yeah. Even, it doesn't even yeah. physically let you type your pitch anymore if you're under a certain two weeks I think. time crunch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She gets. On three editorials or something. And <laughs> Dude, she was just what? like, what the Dude, fuck is mystery. going on? So Spotify editor, Spotify editors, we'd love, love to have, to have you on the podcast. podcast just to tell answer us. that question. And then do you look at music or is the software picking random songs? Yeah, random generator. That's what yes or no was, man. I mean, we, I think we did pitch it, but it was something like, it wasn't crazy. I didn't have this crazy story. I was just like, I'm 16. No, Here's sure. a love song. Like, uh, it's crazy. That's uh, just. That's a gamble on their end as far as like you had no proven track record of successful listeners. I mean, because I assume yeah. a lot of their algorithm has to do with like current listeners. I mean, sometimes. You I gotta, guess I mean, maybe not. Maybe, you're, <laughs> maybe they're playing Russian roulette for I all the fuck know, we yeah. know. Yeah, it, it was, it was, it was, yeah. It was that's, great though. That's crazy, I mean, it was man. like, that's the way, let's keep like, doing it. Yeah. In a streaming era, like that's the, that's the key right there. If you can make those. You're doing good. Man. Yeah. You end up doing some shows with Nyomza. Yeah. Shout um, out Nyomza. On, on Nyomza, her man. tour. Super dope artist. Yeah. Was since the 80s. Um, Vacation it. tour. Yeah. That was fun. Mm. That was really fun. Yeah. How long after Yes or No was that? Maybe a year. Okay. I you went on a, tour when you were 17? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. Once again, he just said, teachers, I'm going on tour with Nyomza. I, yeah. I, I, uh, I was actually homeschooled at that point. Of course you were. Yeah. Yeah. Um, As every... As Aspiring you should artist should be. Dude, I remember one day, I, I went to school the first day, like going back, and I, I just looked at some people. I was like, I'm not going to be here tomorrow. And I never came back. <laughs> and just Remember just, this face, bitches? Nah, it wasn't like that, but I was just like, hey, man, I'm not going to be here tomorrow. We did a show in California, West Coast, some shows on the East Coast. Um, New was York. that just incredible? Yeah, I was playing. Had, had was you play- ever performed for a crowd other than the competition shit that you had done? I really don't think so, man. Bro, how is this? <laughs> this is a joke, man. Okay, artists, don't listen to any of this. This isn't how it usually works. Hey. This is not helpful for anyone. <laughs> I on think the- I rehearsed. I worked my butt off, though. No, I okay. believe that. Totally. Yeah, no, we're definitely. We don't want to take anything away from what you've done. It's just. It is incredible that some of your firsts of things have been very rare. Yeah, most people are grinding open mic shows. Back to I back think to I back did do a p- couple of o- open mics. Okay. okay. And, um, well, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I think Neom's I did a like, couple. Do you have any tour experience? Nope. Come on out. <laughs> I had no Perfect. tour experience though. I or, mean, okay. Show experience? <laughs> nope. Come on. I did some things in West Georgia, I'm pretty sure, but nothing nothing too serious. Nothing where it's like I'm on a stage yeah. and this is me playing guitar. This is my own stuff. You know, I, I was playing like different covers and stuff. Yeah. I, you must have been pretty good at it. It was awesome to be 17 and playing my own music on all across the country and just seeing how the different people National reacted. Tour. These people don't know who I am. Right. How like, many songs did you have at that point? I think I had I a, out. a bunch of um, singles. I had like six singles. We that just, were already out? Yeah, we just, you know, single after single after mm-hmm. single. Yeah. I mean, um, Blake DJed for me. Uh, Shout out Blake, that's dope. Yeah. Humanity, yeah. It was, um, it was awesome. It was just us. We'd get on stage and do our thing and then Neomza would come on and kill it every night. Was that like a moment of clarity for you as far as like, oh, this music shit? Because that, that has to I be like so. an incredible feeling, right? Of like the American Idol shit's cool, but like 
that, like you mentioned, that's kind of like reality TV, right? Yeah. That's not an art. You're not an artist no. in, in the most traditional sense, right? Like I'm not saying that there hasn't been amazing American Idol no, contestants and artists that have like gone on to have successful careers as an artist, but like that wouldn't necessarily make me be like, I want to do this shit. Cause it's not the same with like the fans and whatever, right? Like if yeah. you're at a show yeah. and you feel the energy and like it's different, just man. getting up there, like you said, performing your own shit and like Yeah, to strangers, man. Cause, that, yeah, because American Idol has like these contests where you have to sing certain things, maybe, or like you're not necessarily getting to do like your songs always, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like a very curated experience. Whereas like the shows, I mean shit, that had to be like It was it was surreal, man. And it was like it was just everything I've ever wanted. And to just be able to do that, like, you know, like four years, I, I would just daydream of like doing shows and like going on tour. Like that was like that was like the thing I always wanted to do. That was my bucket list item as an artist. And he achieved it at seventeen. Nah, oh. <laughs> that was like that was like always what I wanted to do. Yeah. So I mentioned, you know, earlier on that, like, he's no stranger to being here in this studio, yeah. to oh, yeah. hanging out with us, you know, definitely have, have a, you know, have a relationship here with Drew. You guys linked up on a record, Easy Come, yeah. Easy Go, which I think is your, that's your most recent release still. Release. Yeah. Yeah. That's which right. like, it's been a new minute. music soon, please. Yeah. So, it's been a minute. Yeah. yeah. Cause I was like, cause that's been a little bit, but tell us about that record, you know, Tell us about how that came to life. But I mean, you know, both yeah. of you guys, Henry can chime in too. Like, you know, I how actually, that come to um, life? Last, last January, I had my tonsils removed and um, I couldn't sing for like three weeks. And I was like, dang, like, I, this is what I love. Like, I miss doing it. So when I could finally get out of bed, like if you've ever had like your tonsils removed, man, and you're like older than like seven, it's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> it's I was, like, I was it's don't, like, don't do it. I was yeah, four. Yeah. When I was finally able to sing, that was the first song. I actually, I just started doing the chords, and that was the first song that I wrote, like, after not singing for, like, four weeks. And then I, I think I shot it over to you. Or I came in here, and I was like... You played me, yeah. Yeah, and the, we had a couple of different songs to choose from, but we all gravitated towards that one. Naturally. Bro, but the, the unreleased shit y'all have... We got some oh, that dude. needs to see the light dude, of Pebbles, day. Pebbles, Pebbles. We got some shit, Fallen, though. Fallen. Yeah. Pebbles is so good. Pebbles is probably my, like... One of my favorite unreleased songs yeah. of all the artists he's worked with, for sure. Like, that one's a hit. But yeah, let's play a snippet from Easy Come, Easy Go. Let's do it. Too much time, panties, games, back and forth, who's to blame? I want to make the most of us. Tell me, are you? Act like you are none of me, but hit me back each time I leave. Laws and insecurities, I don't mind them. Where's the happy ending? Can't fight the way I'm feeling I guess it's all dependent on the moment, moment Tell me where I'm fitting Am I the piece that's missing? Cause lately I've been feeling so alone, yeah, alone, yeah Come on, man That song's amazing Get out of here Dude Get out of here So that was a snippet from Easy Come, Easy Go All three of us forgot how amazing the song is. You two forgot how amazing that song is. Okay, well, Drew and I definitely both <laughs> forgot how amazing the record is. But it is an amazing song. You know, what's it about? Easy Come, Easy Go. Um, I, I really didn't have anything in mind. It was one of those songs where you just kind of mumble when the lyrics come. And maybe I found a lyric and um, I just kind of ran with it. I tend to do that a lot. I'll mumble until I find something that's kind of like a concept. But it's definitely... it 
it morphed into a concept about being in a relationship and a, you know, somebody's not putting in a hundred percent and you can leave. And being okay with that. Yeah. Not stressing it, you know. Yeah, just easy come, easy go. Yeah. And um so Yo, I, I I'm not gonna lie, I love hearing songwriting processes. Like that's a big thing we talk about just because I find it so fascinating. I don't know I don't even know if other people do. Hopefully you guys yeah. do, but like hearing different For artists sure. talk about like where they get inspiration, how they actually like get that out of them. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it just him saying he mumbles shit until no. like one, Yo, one no, thing. That's like, what Kanye does too. That's how a lot of people, there's, yeah. there's two extremes of that. There's people who like, they hear a beat and then they, they hear a flow and then they hear like the vibe that they want it to have. And then the concept and the words literally come last. Mm-hmm. And there's other people who have some shit they want to talk about. And that is, that comes first. And then it morphs into, okay, how do I work this into this beat with this flow? What am I I've, feeling? I've so. done it all. I mean, there's not one specific way. I Nothing's do. wrong. Yeah. I, yeah. I was watching this, um, this, um, this interview with Phoebe Bridgers and her drummer. Who you love like, Phoebe Bridgers, dude, don't you? I was front row, dude. <laughs> I know you were standing, I love bro. Phoebe I saw Bridgers, that. Man. No, but I respect it, dude. Super talented. She's super talented. Yeah. Super beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Shout out she's, Phoebe. She's the dude, Phoebe, Phoebe Bridgers. We love, love to have you on the, on the podcast. podcast. Please, <laughs> for but, all our takes, um, do it anyways, for Drew. Do it for um, Drew. I was I was watching this interview with Phoebe Bridgers and her drummer, and um, he was like, "There's no right or wrong way to ever record anything." Yes, and that really stuck out to me. It's like you don't need all this crazy equipment. I mean, that was one of my big problems to like recording at home. It was like I thought I needed the best equipment, and right, it's like I mean, yes, of course you need some to like get a decent mix, get a decent vocal take, but. I mean, she was doing it like voice memos, like yes. a USB mic. Like you don't need all this crazy equipment. I mean, like the equipment will make the product, you know, have the extra like layer of gloss on it and mm-hmm. make it sound better and more presentable. Mm-hmm. But nothing changes the core of it. The core is definitely it's the idea. Yeah. It's how does how's the rhythm, how's the how the melodies, how the drums moving. That is the most important thing. Oh, piece of gear, man. yo. It's like the same that. thing that I told you about. Like the core of any good idea is free. Remember when wow. I t- told you that shit as far as just oh, yeah. like any, any idea we have for like a rollout for a project or, you know, a campaign that we want to do for like content, right. Mm-hmm. You know, for TikTok or you know, whatever, right. Every core of a good idea can be free. So yeah. to your point, like, yeah, of course we'd all love to be in multi-million dollar studios recording on the best microphones with the best engineers and the so, best, best equipment. Right. <laughs> But shout out to 800. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, there's things that are within our reach, meaning like if you already have a phone, your fucking phone voice memos, or if you know, a USB mic is probably very affordable, right? Yeah. So it's, it's stuff like that where like the core of any really creative thing can be free. You can throw gas That's, on it with money, of exactly, course. Exactly. Yeah. And but you can amplify, but you can't replace that like concept. core. Yeah. My favorite analogy is. If you put sprinkles on a turd, All that's right. a good one. It's yeah. Still a turd. <laughs> you know, wow. what I mean? essentially, you can dress it up all you want, but it's no, a it's piece true. of poo. <laughs> it's true. It's just a song. Yeah. You know? But so, so yes or no? Very acoustic. Yeah. You know, kind of like pop acoustic. I would mm-hmm. say. Uh, you know, there's some banjo in there. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yep. And then you know, easy come, easy go. For example, still very like. I would say, you know, 
light and um you know acoustic elements but then yeah. you also have some like a little more modern lo, you know a little more modern drums that come in but then you've also worked with like hip-hop artists and yeah. produced like hip-hop songs you, yeah. you've gotten in your producer bag you also were just featured on like an edm track yeah that was there amazing i saw I, I don't even think you've maybe no. even seen that i don't i don't ever want to limit myself to a box yeah. I, i'm a music lover at the end of the day um i'm an artist i'm a writer i'm a producer i i love everything about whatever is going on in the music industry. So I want to, if I can be involved in anything, like any way I'm there and I'm going to do it. No, so. I, I just thought that was so cool as far as like, you, you are very versatile and I sometimes struggle with, should people lean into that versatility or does it distract them mm. from the brand, from, and the from what their core mm. focus needs to be? So I, I didn't know, that's do a tough you, one. Do you think it's a long-term thing for you to want to be kind of spread in different you know, because like doing some EDM songs and then doing some hip hop production and then doing the pop acoustic artist thing, like that's a lot to yeah. be kind of juggling. But but I'm not saying I just didn't know if that was your if, if that was your version of trying to figure out what you do want to really do, or if you think long term you will be kind of just I'm always gonna do that. That's just me, and that's fine either way. I, I was think, just kind of curious. I think I'm to the point. I just turned 20, and it's like yes or no was me when I was 16, and then. You know, I'm 20 now. It's like I gotta find what is me now, mm -hmm. and I have so many new, like, different influences I've been listening to, and it's just like that changes my whole perspective on music. And it's just like a lot of these artists I love are so involved with the production, and um, like yeah, like who are some of those? Like Moses Sumney, uh, Frank Ocean, of course, Pharrell. I mean, everybody, man. Um, <laughs> I just love anybody who's directly in Tyler, Tyler creator, man. Big time. Yeah. Just, you can tell it's like theirs and yeah. it's their art. Like, and it's not always the same and, and you're not going to like the same artist necessarily in five years from now. Yeah. And it's just, um, I look at it as almost, almost like practice for like my stuff, like doing all this production for other people and learning all these different tips and tricks yeah. and Adding tools even, to the toolbox. Even box. writing for other... Yeah. I feel like, you know, I'm in college. I'm kind of in college for music. Like, I'm in college for business. But, like, I'm in college <laughs> for, like... I'm in, like, my own kind of, like, training camp. Yeah. For me, I'm learning, like, all the different DAWs and, you know, like, different plugins. And it's just, like, figuring out how what I want and what I want stuff to sound like. And to be able to tell somebody what I want it to sound like. Yeah. I think that's the most important thing. You got to love what you make. And I'm to that point of experimenting and discovering like who I am and what I want to make. Cause you might hear something that you didn't even know was a thing. Exactly. And then you're exactly. like, I love that. I want that to be a part of what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And it's not like I'm, I don't want to feel like I'm switching up on people, but I just learned about this. I think it sounds crazy, you know, vocoder like we did on, yeah. on Easy Come. And if you're in love with the record, other people are going to love the record. Like if you're confident and you're like, this is me, like just putting it all out there and you're like 100% in, I mean, people are bound to love it. Like at least respect it, man, at the end of the day, because it's, it's you. You might, I think you might lose some people that might, if they hear your EDM song, oh my God, this guy's crazy. And then they yeah. hear the other stuff. You might lose some people. If they, some, someone might like your hip hop stuff and then they hear the pop acoustic stuff and they don't like that and you might lose them. But I don't think they were ever worth having in the and first place. I think that that was me just trying every end of the spectrum musically. Yeah. Like I'm kind of to the point where I want to 
hone in on a sound. Like mm-hmm. I, I literally just wanted to travel everywhere musically. And you have to at first. Push my limits. To know. And, uh, to know. How are you going to know? That's really what it is. And a lot of people get stuck with the sound they don't like. Because mm-hmm. they haven't tasted everything. I want to taste everything. Boom. Is basically. Taste it all. So, so what does that mean to you? Does that mean working with just as many different people mm-hmm. or to your point, like going to different places, yeah. like all of the above? Like I'm always down for collaboration. And <clears throat> recently it's just been me with a laptop figuring out which sounds I like and where I want to go with it. Let's make a country metal song. <laughs> I mean, we got to taste it. We don't we know. Got, yeah. Maybe it'll be our favorite shit and we didn't even know. I'm it. really into like <laughs> alternative indie dream pop. Cool. Kind of where I want to go. Cool. I think that's the direction. That's what I love to listen to. Like a Pink Floyd kind of? Like, like um, Have you heard Prentice? Mm-mm. He's like 14 from Mississippi. He signed a cinematic, uh, which is like Johnny Shipes' label. They've been responsible for Joey Badass, freaking um, awesome. Flip De Niro's there, Smoke Dizza, Abby Jasmine, um, fucking the list goes on and on. Uh, Big Crit was his. Um, so like he's... He's been known for just finding insane talent early on, building that talent yeah, yeah. to the point where like they either stay with him long term like Dizza has, or they go get a fat fucking major, you know, major label deal. Yeah. Their their slogan, for example, is majorly independent, is what cinematics label like slogan is, which I, like I, I that. thought I thought was super hard. But Prentice, he's literally no offense, Prentice, but he's this kind of chubby 14-year-old, like curly hair haired guy from Mississippi, but he makes this like insane dream pop, like indie shit, real, cool. you know, real light and like airy vocals with like drenched in reverb. Yeah. But still like some, like, you know, kind of, you know, he also has some like hip hop drums and yeah. shit on his stuff. You listen yeah. to Labyrinth? Have you heard no. of Labyrinth? No. Man, you did like the Euphoria soundtrack. I've been obsessed with Labyrinth. That, that had some great music. So dude. Yeah. You got to check out Labyrinth, man. Yeah. Labyrinth okay. is incredible. Even his solo project was great. See yeah. us making connections here on the One More Time podcast? One no, more seriously. Time. I like it. People put me on. I put people on. Boom. Yeah. People that like can't name influences like piss me the fuck off. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. This is a oh, hot that take. one dude who's like, I have no influences. Yeah, like I'm this, my own. Like, bro. Th- this is a hot, <laughs> like, this is a hot take. I don't mine. sound like anyone. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, we all get it. You're so unique and yeah. original and no one else sounds like you. But what the fuck? Do you live in a vacuum and not listen to any music right. and you just vomited music out? Like, no, this Someone's got to open for you on tour. Someone's yeah. got to pop up on your fans also like on, yeah. on Spotify. So like, get over yourself. Get off that. Yeah. <laughs> I find inspiration in everything too. Um, I remember when I was like 14 or 15, like first writing songs, I'd, uh, I'd watch a movie and then I would write from the perspective of that movie. See, cool. That's, that's yeah. cool. That's it's cool. It's different. And I, I mean, I, I was like 13, 14. I hadn't like experienced like crazy. That's a grown man. Heartbreak. <laughs> yeah. Or anything, yeah. You know? And uh, I'd watch, I forget which movie I watched. Like some probably like Leo movie, movie like Leonardo DiCaprio. And like, I just write. Titanic. That. <laughs> probably one of those. Romeo and <laughs> Juliet. Probably some. Yeah. yeah. But um, I actually wrote my second single, Safe Travels, that way. I was like 15. That'd be ironic if that one was based on Titanic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, bro. Oh, man. Oh, man. Do you still do that? Still watch movies and, I need and write to. songs? I need to. That sounds like a cheat code. It kind of yeah. does. Yeah. Um, I haven't done it in a while. Listeners, y'all can have that one for free. Yeah, go that ahead. Gem, yeah. Take it. Big gem. Take it. If uh, you have no inspiration, just watch a movie. Boom. 
Exactly. But Henry, I think we've come. Is it time? To the final segment. Oh my God. Of the One More Time podcast. Oh, here we go. Drew. Hey man. Buckle up, my friend. I'm here. I'm Are you ready? Yeah. For the rapid fire rampage. Rampage. Rapid. It's going to be rapid. It's going to be on fire and we're going to rampage. All right. All right. It's a three part rampage. I'm basically, I'm going to ask you some short answer questions. Then I'm going to ask you some this or that. Maybe two choices. You pick yeah. one. Yeah. And then we're going to do word association. Give you one word. Give oh you one word man. I got to be careful. All right. That's right. Yes, you do. <laughs> That's why we said buckle up. All right. Buckle <laughs> Don't, so. don't say anything stupid, Drew. I know, I know, I know. We're not editing anything out. <laughs> we will not edit. We will not save you with an edit. <laughs> Have your publicist call us so we can ignore it. <laughs> you know how many publicist DMs I have saying take this episode down? Just kidding. We haven't had that. Here we go. Episode 27, Andrew Weaver, Rapid Fire Rampage, That's part me. one. Yeah. Initiate. Rampage! Andrew, if you could steal any guitarist's skills, who would it be? George Harrison. <laughs> You've been given a family of pandas as a gift. You can't give it away or sell them. What do you do with them? Have a panda farm. Andrew, when you go to a buffet, how many plates do you get? I'm a, I'm a solid two and a half. You don't finish the third one? <sighs> I can't say I do. It's wasteful. Hey, man, I try. At least you're honest. Andrew, what makes you angry? Um, when I'm disappointed. <laughs> I mean, isn't everybody? Andrew, what do cats dream about? Cats dream about... Dude, cats dream about being awake. He <laughs> <laughs> was so sure of that answer. Yeah, I'm, I'm, fake, was, I'm fake deep, bro. I was, fake deep, fake I was deep. so unsure of his sureness with that answer. The confidence threw me off. It, because then I thought about it and I was like, are they dreaming about wanting to be awake? Hey. And I was like, I don't think so. We can't tell him he's wrong. That's the thing. We, we don't, don't know. We don't know. We don't what know, man. I have no idea. Anyway, Andrew, if you were an emoji, which one would you be? The hand shaking. I use that one a lot. It's a true collaborator. Me too. Yeah. yeah. It's like a peace sign. Yeah. But like a little more like. It's kind of like my thing recently. We get each other. It's on your favorites. Yeah. It's, it's like You don't have to one. scroll. It's like right there. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew, in 20 seconds or less, teach me something I don't know. Ooh. Um, do you know how to make the noise with your mouth that goes like. Yep. Um, <laughs> oh, sir. Um, <laughs> Good you, try, Drew. And I know this one. I can't do that one. That was a um, that was a great one. I bet you were that annoying kid in class that was always doing it. You got it. God, I hated you. No, man. Are there plenty of um, things? Do you know one. solfege? No. All right, do re mi fa sol la ti do. Yeah. You know that? Yeah. Oh man. Oh, that's like the acronym yeah. for it. Of course. Solfege. Do you know it was called solfege? No, I know Roy G. Biv. Hey, he didn't know it was called solfege. Boom. Boom. Good job, Drew. That counts. We'll have to rewind the episode and see if that was 20 seconds or less. Dang, Dang bro. I think you I, I'm, I'm happy with that answer, though. <laughs> that, was that was good. pretty good. That was pretty that good. Was good. That was good. A for effort. Andrew, what is the longest you've gone without showering? Maybe like like, like three days, two days. It's not that long. Three days. I like a good shower. Yeah. I'm a, are, you, are you a morning shower or a night shower person? Morning. I need to wake up with it. I used to be morning all day. Now I'm night all day. Really? So you stink yeah. right now. No, I do need a shower by this point. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, how many balloons would fit in this room? 
A couple. Um, I'd say <laughs> two. It's funny, it's funny cause there's actually four right there. Um, I didn't realize. I'd say there's like the weirdest things in this. I'd say, right now. <laughs> I'd say 5,325. Good answer. On a scale of one to 10, how weird do you think you are? Me? Um, 6.85. It's very accurate. How do you like your eggs? Oh, I love all types of eggs. I like them over medium. I like them scrambled. Pick one. I like them. I, I'd take an omelet. Does that count? <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Right, cool. Omelet, man. I'm, I'm, I'm a big omelet guy. The omelet guy. I like them in an omelet. That's how I like my eggs. <laughs> that was great. That was actually really impressive for part one. Let's see if he can keep it going with part two. It's the this or that. Rapid Fire Rampage, episode 27. Andrew Weaver. Rampage! Lyrics or melody? Melody. Everyone is like, like if it's a rapper, I'll say lyrics or flow. Sway Everyone's Lee. about that. Sway Lee, bro. Melody King. There you go. Call or text? Text. Dogs or babies? <laughs> really? <laughs> Bruh. I'm going to go with babies, man. Guitar or singing? Why, why you do this to me? Um, I'm asking the tough questions. Singing right now. Right now. Today is singing. Tomorrow might be different. Yeah. Breakfast or dessert? Breakfast. Omelets. Omelets, omelets bro. Yeah, I was I'm like, saying. bro, give this, kid, give this kid an omelet. Netflix or YouTube? YouTube. Zoo or aquarium? I haven't been to either in a while. I, I, I go with aquarium because it's AC. Indeed. Right on AC. <laughs> Some penguins. Writing songs during the day or at night? At night. Ooh, but during the morning. Is- yeah, I was like, bro, I feel like you're always like, you know, posting stuff like during the day that you're working on music. Dude, I actually do go to sleep pretty early. Yeah, I was like, I bro, you have like grandpa it. vibes. But 8 p.m. is still night though. But Nah, but he's like posting at like I'm, noon I'm, and 2 p.m. Are you changing your answer? Yeah, I'm changing my answer now. I I'm calling him it. out on like, yeah, he's writing yeah. music during the day for sure. So I had I'm it not as, a night owl. I had it as morning, day, or night, and then I changed change it to day or night. But I think I'm going to change it back to morning, day, or night. I'm honestly a morning. <laughs> so it's this or that or that at this point, yes. dude. Yes, like I, I'd wake up in the summer, like before I had college, obviously, and I, I would try and make a song a day, like every day, and I did it for like three weeks, man, like four weeks, like every day. I get up, produce it, and sing on it. Do it for three months. See what yeah, happens. I know. You know, I know, man. It'd be crazy. Moving on. Boxers or briefs? Define briefs. Tidy whites. <laughs> oh, I mean, I take boxers, but like, I, I briefs don't really... are not tidy whites. Is briefs like 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 the Calvin briefs Klein? Are the, like... Briefs are the super tight version of boxer briefs, basically. Dude, no. I'm briefs if it's like that. First of all, boxer briefs are not the same as boxers, so I don't think you I know, know that. I wear boxer briefs. Briefs are like just underwear. It's regular underwear. But I thought they still have like the shit on the thighs. Yeah. No. What is that? If it has it on the thighs, yet it's like yo. Aren't briefs tidy whities? <laughs> Am I tripping, podcast viewers? We're gonna look that up after anyway. Yeah. We'll have to edit that question. Moving on. Yellow or orange? Orange. <laughs> this dude loves orange. Man, I'm saying. Smart or beautiful? Smart. And beautiful. Mm. <laughs> if I had to choose smart, like, you gotta be like. Are you dating someone right now? I'm not. I'm currently single. Ladies, get at him. I love smart women and beautiful women. 
Be smart all, and beautiful. All you smart, beautiful I love, women out I love there. pretty much women. Women. <laughs> Mini golf or bowling alley? Bowling. <laughs> he was so sure Yo. he couldn't finish his water. He, he wanted it to be so rapid that he spit hey, water. I'm on this rapid respect, bro. bro. This is a great rampage so far. Last one for the this or that. Pirates or ninjas? Ninjas. What a rampage so far. Rampage! If you keep this up, you might go down in the rapid fire rampage hall of fame. Please, please. He says this every episode. Oh, no, I don't. I'm fool you. Last episode, oh, I did man. not say that. Man. Oh, Shout out not. to Bo Regard. Oh, yeah, Bo. Your shit was not rapid, bro. It wasn't that rapid. <laughs> All right, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm kick it up a little bit more Here rapid. But we love you, Bo. This, but this is the most dangerous one. Word okay. association. This so. is where you get in trouble with your PR. That's right. Here we go. Episode 27. Don't say anything stupid, Drew. Word association. Episode 27. Sa- safe answers. I love podcasts, man. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. Having this fun? Is great. Yeah. I'm having fun too. Here we go. Mars. Planet. Hamster. Wheel. Anxiety. Bad. Bass. Ball. <laughs> Yo. Thought it would have went the music way, but that's fine. Wednesday. Thursday. <laughs> I see your Wednesday and raise you a Thursday. Love. Compassion. Time. Concept. Good one. Ribeye. Medium rare. Love this guy. <laughs> Ew. Cook my shit. Don't, don't yeah. give me that you have no, bloody you pink have shit. no taste, Ben. So no one, yeah, this is why you're don't, not, don't we're not asking me, you the question. Don't take you to a steakhouse. How do you like your steak? If you say well done, you need to. No, it's, 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 it's between gross, medium bro. and medium well. You're gross. Okay. Is that like. like That's like no, no flavor. Red? Cook just, all the flavor just, out of yeah, it. Yeah. Like way more on the leaning towards the brown. A little yeah. bit of. A little bit of something, something pink, you know yeah. what I mean? But like, I do get my burgers well done though, for real. Moving on. <laughs> Medicine. Important. College. Fun. <laughs> so safe. Fun. Meditation. Intriguing. Government. Curveball. <laughs> Easy come. Easy go. Let's get it. I'm impressed. I'm pretty impressed. One of the best rampages we've had. Hey, I'm not kidding. You like that? Very good. You, it you was should, quick. It, it was rapid fire. And there were some really good answers in there too. I think there were some great answers and it was fast. You, we don't get that a lot. What, do you, what would you rate it? Uh, eight and a half. Okay. Out of 10. Okay, I'll take is, it. It's pretty good. Yeah, we've never had a 10, so like you're top cool. top notch. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Cheers. Cheers for Andrew. No, really appreciate you coming on, man. This has been a blast. Like I said, it's it's always good. You know, we've had definitely a handful of people on that we know mm-hmm. already, but it's been awesome to really like help you tell your story and yeah. learn more about you yeah. at you know at a deeper level. Um, but it's it's always been, you know, fun hanging out with you, man. So really appreciate you coming on. Uh we need more music. From oh, you Absolutely. It's in the works, man. So yeah. hopefully that is on the way. It is. Regardless of if Henry's involved or not, we need more Andrew Can Weaver. Music. Some? Oh, we're, let's yeah. jam out after this. Well, if that's what we're doing, we're about to get the fuck out of here, right, Henry? Let's get out of here. All right, y'all. Be good. Next week. Peace. We'll see you on Thursday. Appreciate Bye-bye. y'all. Good night. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes, sir. one more time. one more time. one more time. one more time.
to the 